0: I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey guys, welcome back. This week we have Crazy Stupid Love versus Two Weeks Notice. Crazy Stupid Love
1: is a five seed with a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: And Two Weeks Notice is a number 12 seed with a
1: 42%. And we also have a
0: special guest this week. <laughs> just kidding. No one can get it together <laughs> for us. They're selfish. Just the OGs. is just us. <laughs> Me
1: and Terror Bear.
0: But you know what? I love Crazy Stupid Love. And I enjoy Two Weeks Notice. So I think this is going to be a good one. <gasps> oh my what do goodness, you mean? I was expecting... I was expecting you to not enjoy
1: two, two weeks' notice.
0: Okay, well, if we really are getting into it, Crazy Stupid Love is one of the best movies and romantic comedies Absolutely. ever created. So it's very hard to put it up against Two Weeks' Notice. Two Weeks' Notice isn't my favorite, but I'll enjoy watching. You know, like you throw it on, it's yeah, it's an easy I mean, breezy. Crazy Stupid
1: Love is just like top tier. Could go all the way.
0: Yes, oh,
1: I think
0: come. this. I have a feeling this is going to be going extremely far because, I mean, let me just start with my summary,
1: my synopsis, because
0: this movie makes me feel every feeling ever invented. It is so top-notch. Okay, here we go. Cal is a middle-aged man with a beautiful family and a wife of 20-plus years. He thinks everything is going fine until his wife drops a bomb that she cheated and she wants a divorce. In this 2011 masterpiece, Steve Carell, Julianne Moore, Ryan Gosling, and Emma Stone will give you a lesson in unconditional love, soulmates, comedic genius, and how to be the perfect combination of sexy and cute. This is the best movie of all time. I couldn't even get in with the synopsis. Like, it's just so freaking good. I... I don't even know. I don't even know where to. It's begin. a hard,
1: hard movie to summarize because there's a lot that goes on in it.
0: There is so an a I'm lot of different storylines,
1: a lot of different characters. Yes.
0: I love how there's so many different storylines, so many things going on. The first time I watched this, I did not know that big drop at the end, that big surprise at the end. Oh I didn't yeah. I had, had no, no idea.
1: Clue, even I though, had like, no watching clue. It back, it's like so obvious, don't you think? Watching it back.
0: May, maybe, 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 um, maybe. No, but no, I think they do a good job when I think about it. No, they because- did a great job of being subtle, but like
1: on rewatch, you're like, oh my gosh. There are hints at this. Yes, okay, that fair. That I should have put it
0: together. There's totally hints. Which is,
1: like, the best way to do a twist. Is yes. where, like, instead of it coming out of absolutely nowhere, it is, uh-huh. details are sprinkled in along the way. But you still want it to take you by surprise.
0: I wonder, like, I That's know that this... the perfect
1: format for a twist.
0: Agreed, agreed. And I wonder if this... I know it was... More than just us that was surprised, but I wonder if people actually put it together, like no genuinely way. pushed it to put it together, saw the signs without having any, you know, they didn't look into I me mean, at all. Maybe someone, but if you're engrossed
1: and just having fun watching this yes. movie, which I hope everyone is, you're not exactly
0: gonna see it exactly. I mean, let's
1: not let's not spoil it yet. Let's go through the plot yeah. first.
0: This movie makes me giddy from start to finish, with people like. I mean, the whole cast is bringing the A-game with comedy. They are so funny. They can be funny. They can be serious. They can be emotional. Every single one of them is so good. Yeah. Even the little boy, the little girl. Shout out to Joey yep. King. Joey King, yeah.
1: I mean, let's not forget Marissa Tomei and Kevin Bacon are in this. Oh my God! Well.
0: Yes,
1: talents.
0: Yes. How did they get everyone to agree to this? I mean, this is just incredible. Because I mean, if you incredible. hear
1: if you hear the big name Steve Carell, Julianne Moore in a movie, you're like, okay i'm signing on no matter what he is
0: and can i just say like i know that steve carell obviously the office and was just thought of as a funny person he's taking on so many like more dynamic serious roles like recently when he was in um Mm -hmm. the morning show he's just such a versatile he's so actor he is so so effing talented talented. oh my god okay anyway We're starting off, and right away, we're getting hit with Julia Moore has cheated with David Lindhagen on Steve Mm -hmm. Carell. And so many things happen in the first five minutes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Right? We get the drop of the divorce. We we find out that the babysitter is obsessed with Cal, okay? Mm -hmm. Which that, I think, is the weirdest storyline. I'm okay with it, but it's like... Just freaking weird. Like she's freakily obsessed with Cal.
1: Yeah, she's in love with Cal. Cal's son is in love with her.
0: Yes, and obviously, and she okay. Also, in the first five minutes, she walks in on Cal's son jacking off to her. To her, (laughs) and she's babysitting. Don't worry, I
1: have a picture of you. It's always you. It's like yes. Does that that make her feel better? (laughs) <laughs> is, we find out like all crazy these things defense to be yes. caught and then also very like probably within the first five ten minutes we meet hannah as well
0: like yes but also that also happens very another day di- another dramatic twist cow jumps out of the car which i just find hilarious oh, he's so funny he is yeah. so funny like his answer to this whole divorce is he's just gonna open the car door and just he's shutting down throw himself out of
1: she's, the car she's she's like Julianne Moore's genuinely explaining, like, her feelings about how the marriage has dulled yeah. and there's no spark and left. in that's what and I, she- yes,
0: that's what I also like. Mm-hmm. It is bringing in such serious, heavy tones that in any other movie might be depressing, but this movie makes it funny. Yeah. Right? This brings a lightness. You're dealing with serious things, and, like, believe me, I cried later on in this movie, but... <laughs> They make you walk away with also such good, happy, genuine, wholesome feelings, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yes. So, we also have Hannah's entrance. But before that, uh, we have cue the music. Early 2000s music, so good. Ryan Gosling, his entrance. Pants from his nice shoes all the way up his body. And he's in slow-mo walking in the bar. Can we talk about this bar? I love mm-hmm. this bar.
1: It's classy. It's like, this is the kind of bar you want to go get a drink at. There's not, like, the music isn't too loud.
0: Like It is such a comforting, moody atmosphere. Mm-hmm. This is the type of place I want to be. I love a restaurant or a bar that has the mood, right? It's dim lighting, but it's not too dark that you can't see anything. So you just feel like this, like, sexy little feel, right? It's just yeah. like... A great bar. It's so cool. You can see all the hip people are there. Ryan is there every single day. And this bar becomes, like, honestly, the main foundation throughout this Mm -hmm. whole movie of this is where everyone goes.
1: Yeah. He's a pickup artist. Like, he is cool, calm, collected, suave. Mm -hmm. And he... He's never looked better.
0: opposite. He's never looked better. Yeah, true.
1: Hannah is your classic girl next door. Yes. What didn't you say?
0: Well, She's... she is the perfect combination
1: of sexy and cute. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Emma Stone is the most charming person alive. Yes, hundred percent. I mean, she.
0: Oh, Everyone knows so... Ash is obsessed and has a major crush I, on Emma Stone. I want to be. I mean, I, I, I have a crush on her too. But like, you are a fanatic. She's funny. She's like
1: quirky but not in a way that comes off as forced She's yes,
0: totally
1: charming but also sexy but also like she is the can perfect I, woman
0: yeah and can i just say that for me to be obsessed with her and she has that quirky side i get annoyed mm-hmm. at things very easily you know uh-huh. me but she does not so sincerely never right? once annoyed me ever 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 she's perfection yeah perfection so
1: she's kind of the opposite she's an aspiring lawyer she's mm-hmm. dating a guy that we all know isn't right for her yeah
0: hey, wait isn't he josh groban yeah <laughs> he's josh groban <laughs> i love it he's so lame josh groban always
1: plays the asshole when he does a cameo and yeah because
0: he was in the office too and he's like <laughs> yeah, he's andy's in the brother too. right yeah yeah andy's brother yeah. He's a limo in this, but we love it because it's such a contrast from the incredible mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling um yeah. so Ryan goes right is this one he goes right up to her and he's he just goes like up to her. I want like you're so good looking. I don't even know what he's saying because he's speaking so quickly, but everything he's saying, I'm falling for. But Hannah's like, no. Yeah. It well, was I, would, so I would be the friend. Charming. I would be yeah. her friend sitting the there friend is just, just like, ogling.
1: I'll I'll date you.
0: <laughs> you're <laughs> yes. so hot. Yes. If Hannah and- won't date you, I will. No, yeah, she's like, I gotta go. We gotta get out of here. Which, like, when you do think about it, if a guy comes up to you at the bar and is so aggressive like that, and he's just like, let me buy you a drink. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I love you. I would be like, get away from me! But the way that he does it...
1: The way he does it is so charming. He He says something like... um, Because she's a lawyer, and so he instantly knows she's all about facts. She's like, you're just putting on... Like, you put on this act for everyone. And he's like, what is a fact is that I was sitting over at the bar... Full of beautiful women, uh-huh. and I can't take my eyes off of you. Oh, That's Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's I love this. He's just so charming. I love him. He, throughout this whole movie, Oh, uh, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know what to say. He's, he's perfection as well. We have just a mm-hmm. bunch of perfect people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we have now Cal is – this is the next night, I guess – cal goes to this infamous bar Mm -hmm. and he's in his new balance sneakers he's so depressing so depressing (laughs) oversized everything's oversized swimming on him his clothing he looks like sad door yeah sitting at the bar like a sad he's having also cranberry vodkas. um it's just like he's not sophisticated and he's meeting his friend who I like the their couple friends right? So he gets there. He oh, yeah. gives him cologne, and he's like my he chugs a chardonnay. The friend and he's like, uh, you know whatever. His wife said that they have to pick mm-hmm. uh Julianne. He has to I pick sides after in a divorce, yeah. you have to
1: pick sides, and they pick Julianne.
0: <laughs> they had to. He's like, I wanted to pick you, but she's making his pick. Juliette, and he was like what what are you doing that what, what you're like, whatever they're best friends and he just gets up and leaves and then he really spirals and basically okay ryan gosling's name is jacob i remembered jacob sees cal sitting at the bar just a car crash of a person and he's like come here yo come here well Cal's also
1: trying to flirt with women at this bar, and it's making everyone uncomfortable. So I think it's so that's what bad. really,
0: what really gets Jacob so us bad. He's just like, I have to fix this man, and he's like, "You yeah. come here, you come here." Cal goes mm-hmm. over, and he's like, "You look like a really sweet guy. I have to help you because you're a mess." Um, and didn't he say something like you're scaring away
1: the women here?
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) And that's not helping me. Yeah. And he was basically like, I'm going to get your manhood back. And Mm -hmm. what really seals the deal for Cal, because at first he's not buying it. He's like, we're going to make your wife rue the day that she ever gave up on you, you -hmm. know? And so Cal was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Um, now we get an epic makeover scene and can I just say like is this one of the best makeover scenes that we've had like I know like this is the first male makeover scene that's what I was
1: gonna say that would that's what kind of sets it apart this is a male makeover scene and normally in my head I'm like what can a man really do to Mm -hmm. make themselves look better all the wardrobes the same but this proves that like dressing well really does
0: make a huge difference dressing well makes such a big difference he completely looks like a new person he looks hot okay steve carell Mm -hmm. looks good so basically he meets uh jacob ryan gosling at the mall and they're gonna go on a shopping spree so they meet at the mall and jacob's gonna show um cala how to dress well do all the stuff by they're gonna go on a Mm -hmm. shopping spree so I love how the first thing he does is take off those New Balance. He goes, "Are you in a fraternity? Are you in a fraternity, Cal?" He's like, "No, what are you talking about?" Then you don't need to be wearing those New Balance sneakers. Takes them off. He, Ryan Gosling, throws them off the balcony of the mall. Okay, he's like, yeah. "Absolutely, no more of these New Balance sneakers." They, I love the Velcro wallet scene. The Cal, is, okay, who has the <laughs> Velcro wallet? It's the loudest wallet? Velcro. It's the yes. loudest Velcro sound you've ever heard. Who has this? And he's like, we need to get a new wallet. He keeps slapping Steve Curl in the face, which I love. Like a gentle yeah. little, a little nudge to Cal. Like, and hey, sharpen up. Sharpen up. And one of my favorite scenes, one of my favorite lines, I mean, is, Cal, be better than the gap. Me and Brian will always <laughs> say this to each other. I love the gap, okay? But I just love that little line. It's so good. Um... But now that he's dressed well, he needs to learn how to pick up women. The art of seduction is what he needs to learn now. Seduction. (laughs) So, this is when we see, I think we get a little another montage. So, we kind of have a montage montage of him. Yes. Trying to talk to women. Yeah. And well, like. um, But he slowly gets his footing. Yeah. First, Jacob's teaching him. Now he has to try Mm -hmm. and spread his wings and stuff um but Q marissa tomei who is yeah phenomenal and mm-hmm. she's a certified freak in this i love it okay so mm-hmm. <laughs> he picks up marissa tomei at first he's trying to do what um jacob has taught him yeah which is like be really mean to these women which Super, like yeah how does this Super not work him. how does this work like Jacob basically just ignores these women and is like, I can't believe that you would be, like, pretty and – I don't know. He's just saying these weird things.
1: And they love it. This this only works if
0: you're Ryan Gosling. That's true. That was Steve Carell's first mistake. That is – you know what? I think you're 100% after like that, a hundred percent. Because if you he look fails. like Steve
1: Carell, you need to be nice.
0: Yeah, he he fails instantly, and yeah. basically he ends up confessing everything to Mercer Tomei about how mm-hmm. he's like now pathetic. His wife cheated on him, all this yeah. stuff, and he was just trying to pick her up. He wants to sleep with someone. Blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. She loves it. She she's loves the honesty. By his honesty. Yeah. Yes.
1: Which that is. She's refreshed by it. It can be refreshing. But I think
0: the fact that she's crazy does also play a role in this. She's marching. crazy. They go back and she's like, tell me more, like be honest more. And he's like, I'm a little worried that you have AIDS. And she takes a step back and he's like, just a little worried. No, I'm just a little worried. And she's like, uh, and he's like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. And then they start looking up again. And it's just that whole scene is so funny. And she leaves in the morning and now he's a freaking champion. This sorry,
1: this is a tantrum, but this reminds me of that scene in New Girl where that girl
0: likes sad guys. <laughs> what girl likes sad guys?
1: There's a girl that likes sad guys, so she's all over Nick because Nick Miller is the it is the definition guy of sad. Yeah. And he's like yeah, I'm wearing a woman's trench coat because it gives me confidence. And she's like, "That's so sad. That's so hot." And then Schmidt hears that, and so Schmidt's like, "I grew up fat." And she's like, "Wow, that's really hot." And so, like <laughs> they keep going back and forth, trying to like out sad. Each this other. is Marissa so Tomei. In this. That's yeah, this so is funny. Marissa Tomei.
0: Well, with sleeping with Marissa Tomei, as anyone would, he has so much confidence. And he's He's strutting around that bar. He's taking home women left and right. He's got game for days, people. Yeah. And Jacob's like, I did well. Mm -hmm. I freaking did well. So now we have cut back to, let's remind everyone that his son, Cal's son, is obsessed with the babysitter. Mm -hmm. Now, the babysitter is my only complaint about this movie. Okay. Okay. Not in the fact that she's there, but in the choice of actress, or at least how really? she was acting. Maybe she portrayed... She just came off as so effing annoying to me. Maybe if she... But I guess that's that's who her character is, I guess. you know, Her character the,
1: is like this insecure high schooler that just wants the attention of yeah. like a father. Like a, a
0: good father, I feel like. It's just... She was so annoying to me. Yeah, she like, has major daddy issues. It's I found her so annoying, but it was. But then again, by the end of the movie, you're loving everyone because everything wraps up so nicely. But anyway, yeah. So the cow's uh, son professes his love to the babysitter at school because they're reading the <sighs> Scarlet Letter. Okay, yeah. and he makes a whole stage rips open his shirt, has a scarlet, like, A or whatever, mm-hmm. and is professing his love. This is insane.
1: Robbie, Robbie, Robbie.
0: This and is this insane. Was
1: based, this was based on, like, Cal's advice to him, right? But Cal didn't know that the crush was on the babysitter.
0: Yeah, I think Cal was just, like, if he's if, you if like she's someone, your soulmate you or, yeah. Yeah, like you them. should go
1: for it if you like this person. Yeah, but of not course to, he to knows this the level. Babysitter. Yeah, and of course he didn't know Robbie was gonna do all this. He's cursing up a storm, right, or something.
0: He, yeah. Well, in class he's mm. cursing, like he's pissed. Well, I don't know when this happened, but he's saying asshole over and over again. I thought this was because mm-hmm. she rejected him, and then he goes okay. to class and he's he gets in in trouble because he's cursing and he goes to the detention. Um, mm-hmm. and that's why now back back to school night, the Cal and julianne i don't know why i forget her name show up and now this is kind of the first time that they're seeing each other emily that's big emily yes after this big breakup and Mm -hmm. this is like a really sweet moment when they first see each other like they get back together and they have that banter like you can tell that Mm -hmm. they're just they're truly best friends you can
1: see why they were married in the first place yes you know like you can see also that like they broke up because the spark was dulled. But this kind of separation mm-hmm. and bring them back together, you see the spark
0: reignite. Yeah, and he says, like, he confesses to her, you know. I think he went through all of this, like, trying to charm women, sleeping with these mm-hmm. women. But really, like, I think he always just misses Emily. Because yeah. he says to her, you know, I just miss you. And I'm really upset that I got lazy, you know, like... I'm, I'm mad yeah. at the situation but he says I'm also just mad at myself and I'm mad at myself mm-hmm. for jumping out of the car and not fighting for my soulmate he tells her uh, like yeah they're soulmates and it's just this really sweet scene yeah because you think I mean, like oh he's an asshole now sleeping around no
1: no but also all of this had to happen because clearly something wasn't right in their marriage and yeah. him gaining his well, confidence yes. back is what's bringing back you completely re, like, reigniting their marriage?
0: Completely. I mean, he he admits it. I got lazy. I got boring. Mm-hmm. I stopped trying,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: sorry that I gave up. You know, and I agree. Mm-hmm. This had to happen. Something and had to happen. You,
1: sometimes you have to hear it from someone else too, and that's where Ryan Gosling came in and told him, "Your mm-hmm. your sh- slump. What's the word, schlub? Yeah,
0: I slump. Yeah, I don't know, Shla- slav." <laughs> I don't know. Anything works. I get what you're saying. No, schmuck is like (laughs) bad guy, though.
1: Like, what you're doing right now is not working, is what Ryan Gosling basically came in and told him. And he has to hear it from someone else because when Emily told him it, he wasn't listening.
0: Yeah. It's just a beautiful moment. Yeah. And then this
1: moment is followed by absolute chaos. When you learn... That the teacher that they're meeting with is Kate, Mercer Tomei, who he had the crazy sex with.
0: Yes. And everyone is shocked. As soon as that happens, you're just like, oh, shit. And at first, Mm -hmm. Cal's trying to hide it. He's like, Julianne Moore's like... Did I miss something here? How do you guys know each other? And Marissa told me, he's like, yeah, tell them, Cal. T- tell her how we know how we know each other. And he's like, I think we saw each other last year's back to school. <laughs> no. Then it comes out that it's so obvious, right? That she writes yeah, asshole on the board. Yeah, she's
1: writing asshole on the board. Mm-hmm. Clearly, something's not right.
0: And can I just say <laughs> the scene that made me laugh so hard, it's sick. But He's like cornered, right? About like it's the three of them in the room, and Mm -hmm. she's screaming at him, and the his wife's like i care to explain yourself to him a thing, and he's like, listen, and he pauses and he's just like, she's an alcoholic. And then (laughs) where's the he's like, you've gotta be kidding me? Get out of here. It's so funny. And then we get a rain scene. I mean, this movie is checking off every freaking this, trope. Like, come on. These next scenes are
1: what I'm waiting for in yes. my own life. I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't think any man will ever measure up to this, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what I've been waiting for.
0: Wait. Yes. Okay. The first scene is Cal, like, with um Emily, but he's saying, like, he's in love with her, but um, then she kind of finds out – he's kind of desperately trying to, like, reel it back in, right? Because he's felt mm-hmm. that moment with Emily. And, but then she finds out that he's been sleeping with, like, nine different people, and yeah, then Marissa he he Tomei – slept with nine women. Yeah, and Marissa <laughs> Tomei comes out, and she's like, tell her that you called me to get me into bed, the perfect combination of sexy and cute. And that's when Emily's like, <laughs> yeah. are you fucking kidding me? That's what you say to me. Like I didn't know you could stoop this low. So that's depressing. But then wait, can I just say
1: what real quick that I don't think Emily really has a leg to stand on here? She's the one that left him, so she can't really be mad that he's hooking up with other people. Whatever.
0: Literally, can I just say she cheated in a marriage? Mm -hmm. You know, that's freaking extreme, right? He is on a break okay as like we like to say with friends they're separated they're on a break we were on a break and Mm -hmm. that's when she decides to sleep around she's freaking dating whatever the david lynn like yeah i agree with you justice for cal honestly (sighs) okay but then we have then we have the epic the most epic the most epic scene We'll
1: skip over. Hannah has dinner, basically breaks up with her boyfriend, realizes that he's not. He's a lame-o.
0: Boring. On to the next. She walks in soaking wet. He's talking to another girl. Mm -hmm. She goes, You, points at Jacob. He looks over. She runs to him. She jumps into his arms. She goes, Do you still find me attractive? She goes, Do you still want to sleep with me? Let's go. And they go off. It's so, what a power Do play move. you still want to take me home? What a power play yeah. move, Ash. And this
1: is, oh, this is like what she needs, you know?
0: Yes. She's, She's breaking what she deserves, free. What she needs. She was in a boring relationship with a guy that didn't care about her. I mean, he literally, she thought he was going to propose and he offered her a job at his law firm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm boring so she's like i'm gonna go get what i want i'm gonna be free i'm gonna do me now we get the dirty dancing scene the best scene in the movie she's so ballsy to go up to him right as soon as they get back home she's so funny yeah. in this scene he's this making the, the most drinks. relatable scene this would yes. be me this would be <laughs> Are anyone <sighs> She gets home and she's like, "Yes, yeah, so I think, like, the alcohol is wearing off. And I just really was, like, you know, I was cold earlier. So, like, that's why I had, you know, so much confidence. And now I'm really not confident at all. And I, I don't know what to, I'm doing here. And she's freaking out. And it's so funny because, yeah. again, she does it in such an endearing she's way. She's so charming. Yeah. Yes. So funny. And she's basically, like, she she takes – he he must have made, like, what, a whiskey – old-fashioned or something Mm -hmm. gives it to her and she chugs it and she's like oh my god not my drink sorry just not my drink that's disgusting (laughs) and then takes his and also chugs his drink and he's like she's like yeah not for me not for me and then he sits down she's like show me your big move like is just this just what you do like you just take them back she's
1: like first she's like uh take off your shirt Maybe that'll like <laughs> maybe that'll get me going. She takes <laughs> off his shirt and of course it's Ryan Gosling, built like a rock, eight pack, incredible whatever.
0: looking.
1: And setting of course that's intimidating. Set, she's like, setting are incredible. You kidding standards. Me?
0: Are you yeah. kidding me? You look yeah. like you're carved by the gods. What am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? <laughs> I love it. And she's basically like, okay, like, I don't know, what do we do now? Like, what's your move? Just, yeah. Yeah, now are are we just supposed to what's have a big sex? move yeah he goes i I don't want to tell you she's like no tell me your bad move (laughs) he's like i work dirty dancing in the conversation and we do like the dirty dancing scene yeah she's like we have to do that Mm -hmm. because it's not gonna work she's like i guarantee it's not gonna work on me obviously this is gonna work they do this scene, and she immediately goes, okay, so should we have sex here or in the bedroom? And he's like, bedroom is <laughs> preferred.
1: That that lift ends with, like, the sexy slide down his yes, body as he sets yes. her down. Like, it's, of course you're going to want to get with it's him after that.
0: so incredible. So they go back to the room, and they start making out. But I love... I love them. She immediately. I is just like, love every. Bit I know. Of I this. love everything about this. She's like, why does my head fit perfectly into this pillow? Is this that pillow from Brookstone? And what about these sheets and all that? And then we find out as they just start to talk. He buys everything off of QVC and all those things. Yeah. They're in the, the garage. They're trying out the massage chair. The massage chair. She's like, I He's hate this. He only used it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they end up talking all night and it's Opening so. Opening up. Cute. About, like, his
1: relationship with his parents and, like, it's Ugh. just emotional intimacy at its finest.
0: It's Come freaking on. incredible. And the thing that I love the most about it is that she's like, I know, earlier when she was freaking out, she's like, I know how this end night is going to end. Like, you're going to end up just tucking me in because I'm going to pass out, and you're going to kiss me mm-hmm. goodnight on the forehead or yeah. something. She ends up doing that to him. Yeah, and it's she's like just In so the PG sweet. version of this night, yeah. that's how this
1: night ends. But I'm here for uh, the hard version.
0: <laughs> uh, but then she ends up just tucking him in. They don't even sleep together. They just talked all night, and it all was night. the cutest thing They have now, such good chemistry. They have the best chemistry. They should literally Didn't I say this before they in a previous star episode? In every they should start yes. in every rom-com. Okay, we go from that beautiful scene to another beautiful scene and this is what made me cry, okay? Because mm-hmm. Cal obviously is still so in love with Emily. They're soulmates. I mean, come on, how could they not be? And he ends up going over to the house At night when it's dark out and he Mm -hmm. trims the bushes he right like takes care of the lawn does all these things that he would normally do just to make sure Mm -hmm. that it's maintained and one night when he's in there doing this he gets a phone call from emily oh my god i'm gonna cry and he can clearly see her in the house and she's just in like the dining room or something but he call she calls him And she's like, Oh, like you can see her voice is shaky. She's on the verge of tears. She's so upset. She just misses him after all that they've been through. Mm -hmm. They just miss each other. And she calls and she's like, Hey, I'm in the basement lying. I'm in the Mm -hmm. basement and the pilot lights out. And I was just helping, like, could you help me reset it? And he walks her through it. And they just are Even comforted. though he knows that. I know. Like, he knows it's bullshit. He can see her. They're yeah. just comforted. She just wanted to hear his voice. They just
1: want to hear each other's voice, yeah. And it's
0: just such, the way that the two of them act in it and, like, pull this scene off, I, I cried in it. Because you can see they're so heartbroken. They love each other. They miss each other. It's so, and when she goes to hang up, oh, my God. It's just, oh, I can't. I can't. It's just freaking adorable. So when he sees that, he's like, this is it. I'm freaking mm-hmm. doing something for her. I'm doing a grand romantic gesture. She deserves this. I can see that she still loves me. This is happening. So he decides their first date was a mini golf outing. He's going to make her a mini golf course in the backyard. And so Wait, he- we missed something. Yes. What?
1: Before this, we go back to the babysitter and she's taking nude photos of herself
0: oh yeah see I, give can't even att- I can't even pay attention to her that's why i didn't even include Just, this in my you notes know, we'll put
1: it out there because it's gonna come back later
0: yeah she's taking nude photos because she went and talked to some like and she's upper class putting, or something that dates old guys
1: in an envelope with cal's name on it right
0: yeah with and like a heart and stuff oh my god like, so. so clearly
1: for the, a grown man oh, Okay, it's so
0: cringe let's I go can't. back to the mini that was key that was key so thank you <sighs> It's just so cringe. But anyway, so Cal is building this mini golf course. It's so adorable. And now we get this the most epic scene. This tops the dirty dancing scene. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes together in this crash of epic this is psychoticness. Like greatest scene ever made. Yes, this is the greatest scene mean- ever made. This is the greatest scene ever yeah. in film history. Yeah. Not just rom-com <laughs> history. Film history. Film history. Film history. So, Julianne Moore comes home, and she has to be blindfolded by Robbie the son because, she's, because he says, Dad has a surprise for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Little Joey King is in the backyard with uh, Steve Carell, and they bring mm-hmm. the mom back there. And you can see that a whole, the backyard set up as a mini golf course, and he starts mm-hmm. going on his rant. But she's like, wait a minute. If you're going to do this whole thing, wait a second. She's still blindfolded because Nana's coming. This whole time they mentioned Nana and you're like, who is Nana? Mm -hmm. Little do you know, if you put it together, Nana is Hannah because they couldn't say Hannah or something when she was little. Mm -hmm. Q, Ryan Gosling enters with Hannah, (laughs) (laughs) their oldest daughter. And the way that Ryan Gosling looks shocked in that moment, it's so good when they – Cal and him it's look such at each a other good back
1: and forth, where they're both like, "What are you doing here? What are you doing here?" It's and, so And like Julian Moore's, like just talking to them as if this is normal.
0: And yeah, because they're she has both going no back clue. and forth,
1: and she's like, "Oh, you brought wine for us? That's so
0: sweet." Yeah, <laughs> she has no clue what's going on. So Cal's obviously disgusted because he's like, "I know Jacob, and I know that he's a ladies' man and sleeps with yeah. everyone, and is just a Hannah player." Goes, Hannah goes this is my boyfriend he goes no
1: way break up with her
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so good so they're arguing but q on the other side of town Mm -hmm. uh the babysitter gets her nude photos found by the mom and why does the mom give it to the dad this is like you don't do that that's fucked up and that's why she has daddy issues the dad looks at her nude photos and that's when he's like i'm gonna go beat up cal but mm-hmm. of course cal doesn't know about any of this doesn't even know the babysitter likes her they are exactly. literally zooming across town and then he comes in and tackles steve carell yeah and we have as jacob and steve carell are are, are, are really fighting. arguing
1: yes and yeah. he's
0: like, how dare you touch my daughter? And he's like, what are you talking about? And Brian babysitter-
1: Gosling's trying to get the babysitter's dad off of
0: yes. him. He's like, hey, don't punch Cal. That's like, they're friends. Yeah. So the babysitter's, babysitter's was- like, he doesn't know about the nude photos. Cal's like, what yeah, nude the photos? It's just psychoticness. The
1: then <And> then... <laughs>
0: david lindhagen shows up kevin bacon rolls up because he's like you forgot your sweater it's just so good like they didn't need to bring him in and it's so much better that they did
1: ryan ryan gossin goes that's david lindhagen he takes his ring off his hand <laughs> and punches him in the face i
0: love it i love it everyone's it's fighting so good it's chaos it's so good and i love that Photo of the four guys sitting there. We get that shot of them when the <laughs> fight's done, and yeah. the police are there. The four of them sitting there—it's so good. They're the
1: four of them are wrestling on the ground, and then it's a hard, like, cut to the four of them yes. sitting there, like, looking just ashamed of themselves as it's the cops so question them. Good, yes. And they're like, okay, and you're Lindhagen. I'm just gonna write down domestic abuse <laughs> <laughs> or do-
0: domestic <laughs> disturbance. It's so good. So, basically, that all fizzles out, but Cal's pissed at Jacob. He's pissed at Hannah he, because Hannah's like, I'm not breaking up with him. This is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we have, like, a kind of depressing little montage thing of, like, mm-hmm. people aren't friends. People are fighting. It's kind of sad, right? Cal's back at the bar. Yeah, and it's just – it's not a nice little time in the movie, but – We have to come out to the other side because now we're going to the son Robbie's graduation. And he starts doing a speech, which is kind of like, why are they allowing him to speak at his graduation on true love? Who keeps giving him the mic?
1: I know. (laughs) Like,
0: he needs to be
1: stopped. I mean, he was salutatorian, but in eighth grade graduation, you're going to let the salutatorian
0: give a speech and no one's gonna like proofread it or no one's gonna proofread because he's ranting about how there's no such thing as true love and i'm like this why are they letting him go on for this long so cal steps in and stops him and he does his own speech but it's Mm -hmm. totally like he is rising from the ashes and he is just professing his love to emily Emily. and just saying you cannot give up on your soulmates and it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful And it's one of those moments where if it was happening in real life, everyone would be like, what the fuck is happening? But in this movie, it's incredible, and everyone's cheering for him. Yeah. (laughs) And then you know everything's happy now, and they exit the the, uh, graduation. Jacob goes to – well, Jacob and Hannah are talking to Cal, and basically you would see that he kind of pulls, like – he slaps him across the face like he did to him. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know – Because they love each other, there you can see Jacob's totally in love with Hannah, and he's like, you know, I don't like it or something, but like Mm -hmm. this is whatever. He allows it, right? And then we have we have nice little bows on everyone's right. So you know that Jacob and Hannah are Mm -hmm. good. Then we have Robbie is standing in the corner, and then Jessica goes up to him and gives him a new photo. Yes, a new photo. And But also, I love how Robbie is like, I'm not giving up. Like, I'm not even stressed anymore. You're obsessed with my dad. And I'm going to be like my dad in a couple years. So I'll just get you then. And she just kisses him on the cheek, gives him a nude photo. That's wrapped up. And then we have, we go cut back to uh, Cal and Emily. And I kind of like how this is just such a sweet little moment. And it's them, again, with such great chemistry, talking and... You can see they're laughing and, like, actually getting along again. And she just says, I just want to say I'm so glad that you bought me that ice cream because that was, like, their first date, the ice cream, in Aww. the mini-golf. And the movie ends with that. And I kind of like how it wasn't this whole – it was just so real, this movie, you know? It wasn't this whole, like, big make-out romantic thing. It was just like, yeah. that's a soulmate. That's true love. They are best friends. They have the connection. They have the banter. It was yeah. so beautiful.
1: And it, this isn't – you know their first time confessing their love for each other you know yes. this is a couple that's been through years and years decades even, of yeah. courtship mm-hmm. and this is how a divorce you know like they were separated and this is them slowly coming back together yeah so i think it was very realistic and oh, it's just a perfect movie
0: it's a perfect movie they wrap it up so well they do they execute the whole movie so well it's just fantastic so it's gonna be phenomenal yeah it's gonna be um kind of hard to now move to two weeks notice but you have a synopsis for (laughs) us but that's our job that's our job that's what we get paid for (laughs) all
1: right two weeks notice we have lucy kelson played by sandra bullock is an intelligent lawyer and activist While on a mission to stop her local community center from being torn down, she finds herself accepting a job with George Wade, a cheeky billionaire, played by (laughs) Hugh Grant. Right, it's Hugh Grant? Yeah. (laughs) I always get him mixed up. George is extremely needy, and throughout the movie, they develop a codependent relationship, which leads to Lucy putting in her two weeks notice. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I have to say I what? grew up watching two weeks notice like it was one of the DVDs <gasps> really it was one of those DVDs we would bring on every road trip and like you know you would throw it on um and I didn't put together until watching it this time that two weeks notice was a reference to like putting in your two weeks notice for like terminating employment
0: what what did you think it was <laughs>
1: Like, when I was little, I didn't even know what that was. I thought it was because, like, they were going to tear down the community center. I was like, oh, like, a notice <laughs> of, like, vacating. And I, I, like, figured it out because I typed in two-week notice to look at the cast list. And, yeah. like, 2 weeks notice templates came up.
0: I for mean, putting- Ash, at this point in our lives when we think about putting our two weeks notice every other day, I mean, we should be very familiar with this phrase.
1: <laughs> we should be all too familiar with
0: it. I, we really Everyone
1: are. Everyone at work is putting in their two weeks. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Anyway, Jeez. you basically, you started it off. I mean, she's an activist They're enemy. they're, they're complete opposites, right? She's, we see her standing in front of buildings, like trying not to get them bulldozed and she gets like put in jail mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, He's the business, you know, obnoxious type of a person. But it's like
1: he's also they're they're very opposite. She's very. extremely intelligent. She's extremely motivated and hardworking. Yeah, he's kind of came into his fortune by his family, right? So like, even though yes, he's a billionaire, true, and he, he does have this high power job. He's very like. Cheeky about it, like how else do you describe it? He's silly yeah. about it. He doesn't take things too seriously.
0: So like, true. He takes everything for granted. Kind of a game with him. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's arrogant. He's spoiled, but he is very charming. I will say, yeah. Hugh Grant in this movie.
0: Yeah, he's charming. He's no Ryan Gosling. I can tell you that.
1: So we find out that her big passion project is this community center in the neighborhood she was raised in is getting torn down. Coney Island. And so she's. Um, marching up to him to you know try to get him to stop tearing down this building, and George, meanwhile, has only even hiring like these hot ditzy attorneys in his what an idiot. like staffer is like you have to hire someone educated who have no we're getting experience. Torn up. Yeah, yeah, we're getting torn up in like all these legal cases. So as she's you know she meets him outside of his building, just a walk up type. You can't do this to the community. It's so important. And he's like, where did you go to school? Because she's a lawyer. She's like yeah. Harvard. And then The like reporter impressive. comes up. The <laughs> reporter comes up to him and is asking him questions on his new like school development or something mm-hmm. like that. And she's help- basically helping him answer the questions. And he's like, you're pretty good at this. Hop in. And she gets in the limo with him. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, like, I find it funny that they're trying to make her seem like she's the ugly, intelligent lawyer. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, he's only hired these gorgeous women. I'm like, she's a freaking stunner.
1: She's a stunner, but I think she does play dorky really well. Like, tangible, like in
0: general. Yeah. I mean, Miss
1: Congeniality, yeah. Miss her in this, where she's just, like...
0: She's such a dork, you know? She can definitely play dorky, but she's a gorgeous dork. Yeah. Which is why it's so endearing.
1: But I think the idea is that men find ditzy women, you know, hot or easy or, you
0: -hmm. know, have,
1: have a certain connotation with them.
0: Yeah. And she's the opposite of that, you know? Yeah. She's basically put on the job from hell because he is calling her all day and night to do more than just well he hires stuff. her yes uh, yes hires mm-hmm. her and she, and she well, does she's like, for the
1: money she does she's yeah. like
0: she's like i can use my power for good type of a thing yeah. so let me mm-hmm. join this because he's like i'm gonna pay you an astronomical amount of money she, she doesn't care but mm-hmm. the job is horrific because he's calling her all day and night to do and like pick out clothing to do anything it's it's He's so needy. Yeah, he goes to her for anything.
1: We skip to six months in, like the sh- now. She's been working for him for six months. It's clear they have a rapport. She's doing things like, which I think they did a good job of showing how different they are in this little montage of all the things that he help- he has her help him with. Yeah, like at the mattress store, she's going about it very logically, and he's just like bouncing, like oh, this one's pretty bouncy.
0: Yeah, total so opposites.
1: The- and I think later on it is made more clear that the reason why he's so needy with her, just calling her for everything is because he likes spending time with her. You totally,
0: know? totally.
1: Mm. Um, he, he's falling course, in
0: love with her. He just doesn't know it.
1: And I did like how they kind of portrayed their friendship as very genuine. You know, like you make fun of your friends, right. Mm-hmm. And they're always busting each other's balls. Like he was out on a date. Yeah. Um, and she basically cock blocks him. She's like, "Put the girl on the phone." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and True. Basically tells the girl, "You can do better. Go home. Go back to school. Whatever." Um, we see that he's getting a
0: divorce. Well, it goes so far as to she is at her friend's wedding. And he called – this is the most ridiculous scene. He calls her 911. So she Mm -hmm. rushes out of the wedding, which, first of all, if my boss said 911 to me, I'd say goodbye. Especially
1: if you have that sort of friendship with them where it's like he's not going to be mad.
0: Yeah, and she's literally in the wedding. She's up at the altar. This was the most ridiculous scene. I mean, this was a little too over the top for me. And she Mm -hmm. runs out of the wedding and goes to him, and he just wants her to help her pick out an outfit. Like mm-hmm. really? So basically, she calls it quits shortly after to, that.
1: To be fair, she did tell him like next time you use nine one one, you better be dying. So yeah. she's thinking he's on his deathbed. He just needs her help picking out an outfit.
0: Yeah. Um. True. Yeah. So she's
1: like, I'm. I'm done. This is too much. Yeah. You're too dependent on me. And I then, and, I need to go
0: back to following my passion. This is the other ridiculous thing in this movie it's he goes out like i know that this is supposed to be like a quirky little fun thing but like he goes out he's psychotic he goes out and tells every law firm that they can't hire her he blacklists her yeah yes that's ridiculous i mean they make it off as like that's a joke thing but like Mm -hmm. that's so wrong (laughs) that's ridiculous yeah
1: I mean, in real life, that would be crazy. But again, he does it in such a cheeky way because she goes back to him, right? Like, he just wants to talk to her again. <clears throat> like, yeah, but he wants you do realize this
0: convincing... is, like, psychotic. I mean, I guess this is his yeah. way of showing it, he, but this is insane.
1: He wants another chance at getting her to stay. He was – I don't think he was ever planning on keeping that blacklist because she goes back to him. She's like, this is ridiculous. I want out. And he's like, okay, fine. If you really want out, just help me find – your replacement, and train them for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then you can have whatever job you want. I'll help you to get a new job. Yeah, fine. So she's interviewing people. He mistakes one woman for being pregnant, so that doesn't work out. Yeah. And <laughs> one of the staffers basically convinces her to meet with this girl. Okay. Um, who went this to This girl
0: was so horrific. It's the worst, right? It's the worst probably person out of all the... Well, I don't know. That's a bold statement for me to say because in 27 Dresses, that sister was rough. But she... There's something about her that's just her character. June, that's
1: her name. June Carver.
0: Her character is so disgusting to me. It's just infuriating to watch her.
1: She comes in. She doesn't have a lot of experience with property law. And, you know, Sandra Bullock is good at her job. So she's really looking for someone well qualified i mean this is a billionaire that you're representing yeah which by the way two hundred fifty thousand a year to be the head lawyer for a billionaire seems
0: low but maybe it seems low i mean when was this early 2000s though maybe Has whatever inflation but, really gone up that much i mean this but is paris, crazy
1: i mean yeah paris says the starting salary for like a non like just an a non-lawyer is 250 at like the top law firms. I don't know. So, he should really be paying her more. and we should really
0: we should really be lawyers if we're learning anyways so
1: she's not really feeling june carver right but of course he walks in and june carver is just hamming it up so flirtatious oh
0: my god it's like repulsive to watch this but also i hate someone that's overly flirty that's super super flirty it's so annoying to me and it's so cringe for me to watch but maybe that's because i don't know what i'm doing but
1: she's so flirty So, of course, he goes out and gets drinks with her after. Mm -hmm. And he tells Sandra Bullock, like, I think you should hire her. She seems like a nice girl. She went to Harvard. Mm -hmm. I got along with her well. So, whatever,
0: they hire her. Mm -hmm. Now Um, they're going to go play tennis. Now, this scene, they go play tennis. She gets knocked out. It's so obvious that she's so jealous. Like, really, when June comes into the picture, we see how jealous – uh Sandra is of this relationship.
1: Like when she officially decides to leave, they have a really nice moment and they hug, and you can tell, you know, that they're they just have a little bit more of a connection. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, me and Ansel broke up. I forgot Ansel was even in the picture.
0: I mean we didn't even and I, see him.
1: We never meet him other than him like leaving the office. Yeah. And I do think um That was really poor. I think they needed to punctuate that relationship better because if you're, they're trying to use Ansel as a, you know, like a, a way to say, oh, just having stuff in common isn't enough for a relationship to last. Because she's Mm -hmm. like, we had so much in common. We had all the same dreams and all that.
0: Um, we never see him when they break up. I don't even give a shit. Yeah, never see him. So like that
1: point just goes over everyone's head.
0: Yeah, unless you're really
1: listening. And then there is a funny moment which I remembered this line, and I also did not know what this meant as I hid, but it really stuck with me. He takes mm-hmm. her out drinking on the boat, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I can bend like a pretzel, and I'm not talking the straight kind. I'm talking the twisty kind." <laughs> what did <laughs> you I think re- that meant? I just remember he was like, "Yeah, that's what men want." I was just like, "So that's what men want," but I didn't know like I have why. to become a pretzel. I have to. Be I, I didn't blessed. understand why men would want that. I was just like, "What? They like girls <laughs> that can bend."
0: <laughs> I love it. But I like. Him. I don't think I like this scene when they get drunk on the boat and she passes out. Like, he, they kiss, right? And it's just, yeah. like, a weird, like, I don't like it. Like, I I wish their first kiss wasn't that she's blackout drunk over this guy. Yeah. Like, it's all just very, like, I had no emotion with it. Because you know that she's mm-hmm. she passes out, she's blackout drunk. You're kind of just like, eh. Yeah. I didn't care that for it. Whole,
1: that whole sequence of scenes kind of, like... What did how did it move the plot forward? How did it move their relationship forward? Other than showing Yeah that they're flirty. You know, yeah. after her and so broke up there was a flirtation. I didn't care for it. I mean clearly if she's telling him she can bend like a pretzel, she's interested. Yes. But also Ever since this new cute lawyer's around, she's been a little more flirtatious, you know? We see a jealous side of
0: her. But just because someone else, like some other good-looking girl is in it, like now she actually wants to do something about it. I don't know. It's not my favorite, but whatever. And then June is just so fucking annoying that it's even worse. Yeah,
1: so she's jealous that him and June are going to play tennis, so she decides to join. And of course, she's so competitive.
0: Yeah. This is when she shits her pants, which... This is. Well, like she doesn't shit her pants. She just almost shits her she pants. She almost shits her pants. They're in the car. They're driving back from tennis. And she's like, I ate so much. I need to shit right now. They're in so much traffic. He sees an RV. He's like, we're going to go and pay them to go into the RV and use it. Because you can't mm-hmm. make it another 20 minutes. And can I just say, this scene was so lame compared to the holiday scene. Where she almost shits <sighs> her pants. The holiday scene was so good, iconic, funny, emotional like just hilarious and then this scene is just like stupid what was the point of her shitting her pants i didn't understand there was no i still thought
1: it was funny i thought it was see i think the point of this scene was to show him taking care of her for a change
0: which is like okay i see that
1: you need you need to go to the bathroom now we're gonna do this something that she would never do which is go to an rb and ask someone to use their bathroom he's like i'm gonna do this for you and I, I thought it was funny how she's just blowing up the bathroom and he's, like, trying to make small talk with them. And the couple's yeah. like, kids, come close. Like, they're scared for their kids.
0: I mean, I get it, kind of. I get what you're saying. But when you do the comparison with Holiday, it's just not landing, in my opinion.
1: I feel like you're just so mad because Crazy
0: Stupid Love is so good that you're not giving them a fair I'm not comparing shot. it to... I'm, I'm saying Holiday, that Holiday scene. Still. Listen okay let's move on
1: (laughs) okay so after the poop scene he calls a helicopter to pick them up i mean you have to admit that the idea of having a billionaire boyfriend or like just the idea of getting close to a billionaire and them okay spoiling you you don't
0: need to tell me twice i say this to you every day throw it back to how we were saying that we want to quit every other day what would solve that? Having a billionaire boyfriend. Okay, you don't yeah. got to tell me this twice. So you
1: have to admit that there is a little, you know, wish fulfillment
0: here. Yes, I'll give you that. He, has a,
1: he calls the helicopter to pick them up. And then, so we have a, a charity ball coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Love a ball. And him and Sandra Bullock are supposed to go together. I mean, not like an official date or anything, but, you know, they're going together. Mm-hmm. And little, what's her name, June carver
0: weasels her way in that was the worst like, fucking scene her acting like, oh little me from the midwest would love to go to a ball and then he's oh, like "Sure, would come? love to go to a ball yeah he's oh, like why don't you come God. Of course she blows it out of
1: proportion she tells sandra bullock like oh yeah we're going together actually mm-hmm. like i'm going with him as what if they're bitch. like official dates, even though he's yeah. basically like yeah you can come along
0: <gasps> such a bitch Sandra's pissed. It's horrible. Yeah, and... Sandra doesn't want to go with him anymore. She shows up on so her own. So she's going to go you know by what? herself. That makes a nice little entrance scene which I oh, like yeah. they see each other from across the room and she looks stunning.
1: Yeah. I was going to say this is one of my favorite clichés of like the guy that spots the girl in her dress mm-hmm. from across the Love it. At this point it was a giant like not even across the room but a, a across a building, you yeah. know. Love it. And he I mean just, she looks it's usually stunning. it's usually the girl that's not, you know, dressed up all the time. Yep. This is his first time seeing her in a gown. This could be you, Ash. Just, <gasps> this, <it's, laughs> this was me in my boots in New York. Some girls have their ball gown moments. I have my boots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. He's um, so struck with her. He actually I can't even he doesn't make conversation with her right he's literally jumbling all of his words when he actually yeah. gets up to her and starts talking
1: also the the lawyer the other lawyer june carver is wearing the ugliest hat
0: yeah i didn't she's get that like t-
1: she's wearing a top hat like a magician in a black dress why would she do that
0: i didn't get, I didn't get <laughs> oh, it i, I didn't
1: why did she do that
0: i don't know what, but yes. we hate her so whatever
1: they have their moment where, you know, he tells her how beautiful she looks and she's like, "Oh, but the looks not finished." And she puts on a clown nose.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Helping the children. What the fuck
1: was that? They're was- helping the children, isn't this oh, okay. the, like the red nose? Was- thing There was clown. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I
0: was you gonna feel say,
1: this is a <laughs> this is a little out of character. Also, they had Nora Jones singing in the scene. Like I-, I love Nora Jones. Yeah, no, like the piano, the pianist that was singing in the... Like, oh, she it was, was a or Jones, It was an or Jones cameo. Oh my God, I didn't even notice that. Wow. Anyways, but then of course, June Carver has to ruin it Ugh. while he's professing how beautiful Sandra Bullock is. June Carver comes up and she's like, oh my gosh, you look like, great. great. Um, did you hear that he's closing down the community center? <laughs>
0: what a fit.
1: What she's a the bitch.
0: worst. She's the worst. So, of course, Sandra's livid. This is what she's been working for, that he promised that he was not going to tear this down. This is her home. And Mm. just like that, as soon as she walks out the door, as soon as she leaves, he's going to freaking tear this place down. She's pissed. She is pissed. They get into an argument. She leaves. Also,
1: Donald Trump was in. (laughs) (laughs) See,
0: <laughs> <The scene. laughs> I forgot about that.
1: So good. I, so I read, because I um I was like, how is he in, like, all these early 2000 cameos? Like, he's not a good actor by any no. means. No. I looked it up. Apparently, any movie that wanted to use, like, a Trump estate, like, one of their hotels or anything, had to give him a cameo. <laughs> And it. so the hotel that they shoot this whole next scene in is a Trump hotel.
0: Can you imagine you have that power? Like, I would totally do that. If I owned a hotel, I'd be like, I have to be in every scene. I have in to movie. be in the movie. I have to be in the movie. <laughs> I would like that's, to be in the movie. That's iconic. Oh, my that God.
1: Is... <laughs> <laughs> like, this explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Anyways, so... <laughs> then he's walking june carver to her hotel room
0: ridiculous
1: and she you know does the come get me eyes when it's supposed to be her floor they start making out in front of an old couple and he takes her up to his house the penthouse
0: ridiculous and can i just say i don't like how easily he's swaying and just going with her right like i know that they don't end up sleeping together but they play strip poker okay and sandra runs back and finds them and of course now she's even more livid with him okay because she's trying she's- to come back and make amends but can yeah. i just say he just a me? Imme- this is another dirty dog i mean this is just like throw it back to a uh, common okay That he immediately is going to jump back into the relationship with uh, Queen Latifah's sister, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, this, this guy is immediately jumping on the this, first girl.
1: I will say this isn't... I agree that this is not the right move for him. But I will say it's not as bad as that because, one... No, no, they, not they, as bad. They've never confessed their feelings for each other yet yes. at this point in the movie. So he doesn't know that Sandra Bullock likes him. But he knows that he likes her. And, yeah. of course, this is not going to get you her.
0: It's 100% not as bad, but come on. Like, this, I was Still like, you're a freaking ass- Yeah, you're an and asshole. And she
1: was clearly going to, you know, confess some feelings. I mean, he when literally was
0: struck with her and couldn't even get words out moments before when he saw her and how beautiful she looked. Like, come on. You can flip a switch say, just like that.
1: <laughs> In real life, I'm sure I've been there where I'm like, that guy was. The way that guy looked at me, of course he's in love with me. And then he goes and dates other girl. And I'm like, oh, he did not think that.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was good. not struck with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But we witness it and we know that he was struck, okay? so We know he was struck.
1: <sighs> but I do like the scene where she goes to her friend's house for comfort. Yeah. And her friend is, you know, comforting her at... The doors and hello. Her friend is her soul sister from Miss Congeniality. Right. What's her name? What's the actress's name?
0: I don't remember, but I but love yes, her. But yes, it's that
1: girl. Um. And I thought it was sweet how the best friend was saying, you know, like marrying. What's his face? The best thing that ever happened to me, and I love mm-hmm. him more than anything. And he's like, "How's it going down there? Shut up! Everything isn't about <laughs> you." I'm I like, love um, it. So that's marriage, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> and he just I love it. puts his head back in.
0: <sighs> Anyways. Where are we? I know.
1: They – so she's officially done, right, yeah. at work. So they throw her a huge goodbye party. Um, Clearly, people like her a lot at work. If they're throwing yeah. her this big of a surprise party after six months. Mm-hmm. And then we have – June fighting with her over the stapler. Ugh,
0: June is get out of here. Yeah, someone needs to lock up June her, up.
1: She's packing up her stuff. She tries to pack up the stapler. June's like, well, actually, that's the property of the company. Who
0: gives a shit, June? Jeez, they get in a big fight. They almost get into a fist fight, and they have to mm-hmm. get pulled off of each other. George literally pulls Sandra off of June. And this is when they get, you know, kind of a more emotional fight, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the last day, they, you know, really duke it out about the community center. And she storms out. Um, and after she's gone, George realizes that he has to change. Mm-hmm. You know? And so... You
0: don't know what you got till it's gone.
1: When... Demolition day comes. She's, you know, she doesn't want to watch it. She doesn't want to even think about it. Yeah. And she's at her new pro bono job, you know, doing the Lord's work or whatever (laughs) it is she does. Uh, Helping the community, giving back. Yeah. With the pregnant lady. And George shows up to her new job and, you know, delivers the classic com speech. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember exactly what he said
0: yeah I don't know do I have to? oh this is what I didn't like about the speech I did pull out something that I didn't care for because he compares her to the building the community center which I don't like mm. he says you're a little rough around the edges but when you look closely you're very beautiful and you're one of a kind okay yeah beautiful and one of a kind is great but first off you're comparing me to a fucking building and you're saying that I'm rough around the edges no thank you
1: that's also very different from, so when they were fighting after her, like, going away party, he basically told her, you're too perfect. How can anyone, com- like, yeah, live with I that? It's there's It's annoying how perfect you are. Yeah. And now he's saying she's rough around the edges.
0: It's just a little
1: flip-floppy.
0: I don't like it. Someone needed to take a look better but at the I- script.
1: Part of the speech is that he's not – he's going to keep his promise to her and keep yeah. the community center. And she initially because sends him away. Because he gave his
0: word to her and we gave our word to the community.
1: It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a ridiculous Whatever. speech. <laughs> um, And she turns him away. She's like, too little, too late. Bye. Bye. And he leaves.
0: And the movie should have ended.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And her coworkers are – or she sits down and she's like – I think that might have been a perfect speech or something like that. The fact that her coworkers are
0: crying over this is ridiculous because this is not emotional.
1: Girl, what are you still doing here? Is what they're is what they're saying. So she goes running after him and you know it's the classic rom-com.
0: Yeah. They she runs after him, jumps into each other's arms. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I do, I want to pull out one more thing. I'm sorry that I'm I'm analyzing this, but when you compare it to Crazy Stupid Love, there's just no shot. Anyway, so he goes, Like, I hope you'll be okay that I'm poor now because I resigned. Mm-hmm. And she was and he's like, Well, poor is in we might need to share a helicopter with another family. Whatever, jokes. He's obviously very mm-hmm. wealthy. But if he's resigned, how is he saving the Coney Island building? His think, brother's okay. just gonna demolish it because his brother is the one that wanted to demolish it, so that building mm. is gone. Just wanna, just wanna put that out there. Then they make out and credits roll. Huh? Great catch. No credits don't roll.
1: This is one <laughs> of the things. This is okay, this I is forgot. I the forgot. The moments that did stick with me, like one of the big things that stuck with me, like throughout. My childhood was at the very beginning of the movie. You always bring see, this up
0: at work about ordering Chinese food and stuff. Uh-huh. You always at start. the very
1: <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie. We see her ordering Chinese food. She's like, "I'll take one number five, and let's do two number thirteens today, and let's throw in a number eight too." And they're always like, "Um,
0: is it for two people? Pencils for one? <laughs> you yeah. Know, like,
1: is it is it for two people?" She's like, "No, just me." Like, she's always ordering all this food just for herself. And I love that. And then at the end of the movie, which, I mean, this is also funny Hugh Grant stuff. This is where he thrives. This was a little, this was funny at the end. She takes him back to her apartment, like, where she lived with her parents, and while she's on the phone ordering all this Chinese food, he's like, this apartment is so small. I think I could get from one end to the other in six seconds. <laughs> he <is> genuinely
0: <laughs> he's genuinely like, so shocked about just a regular tiny apartment. He's never seen such a small He's apartment. like, I'm it's glad that your average. parents – I'm glad your parents are here. I don't think all four of us could fit. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. so shocked. He
1: plays it so, like, he, he does that do that funny. well.
0: Yeah, and, that's true. Um, but
1: it's a great button for the movie. She's ordering all this Chinese food. And they're like, okay, for one, she's like, actually, this time, it's for two. For two. Yeah. Woo!
0: (laughs) Okay, but otherwise, some inconsistencies. So let's get to the numbers because we know how this is going to shake out. Um, What did you think for tropes for uh, Crazy Stupid Love? I gave it a 10. Crazy Stupid Love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why don't you list them then? Okay, ten. soulmates, childhood lovers... Right, grand romantic gesture. We get a makeover montage that's freaking epic because you never get a guy makeover montage. You get player meets the one. That's Ryan Gosling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have a big coming together epic event. I mean, that big clash of people that was crazy. I don't know if Grant- that's a cliche so- though, well, because it was it's
1: kind of that like that was in a lot of movies.
0: movies. Kind of happened in Moonstruck as well, but if you don't want to count that, fine. I mean, the grammatical gestures and the grammatical speeches—there's multiple mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Um, there's just so many. I think,
1: I think it is tropey, but I don't know if I'd give it a perfect score. I'd give it a nine.
0: Just because oh, a nine. I
1: think it's a little more unique than it is cliche.
0: Fine, that's true. But it brings the tropes and it brings it well and executes it in a way
1: mm-hmm.
0: that isn't sappy, that isn't, I don't know, mm-hmm. annoying. It's just, it does it well. So, tropes for two weeks notice.
1: Two weeks notice, we have opposites attract. Yep. We've got grand romantic gesture.
0: Yes. We've have- got
1: the ugly duckling turned, you know, gorgeous with the... We've got the see her across the room scene.
0: I mean, that's kind of one thing. Because she turns gorgeous and sees her across the room. Like, that's the one thing. But we also have New York City. Did you mm-hmm. say enemies? You said enemies to lovers. Um, I guess that's I it. I mean... To lovers,
1: yeah, but yeah.
0: Oh, enemies to lovers. And then, I mean, he does have the... I mean, also well,
1: player turn settled down.
0: Yeah, that's true. I would say... I gave this an friends eight. friends
1: to lovers because they become really close friends while she's working
0: for him. They're not best friends, but they're friends.
1: I found that that's what I thought that was their dynamic was that they're best friends.
0: The whole time, but though, they're working. for I think each an other. eight is good. Yeah, I feel like it's it's tropey, but it's not tropiest. Okay. Quality, crazy stupid love, you know that I gave this a 10, I'm sorry.
1: Quality a 10, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, good. No argument there. Good. Two weeks notice, quality. I mean, maybe an 8, because you do have Sandra Bullock, you've got Hugh Grant. Whoa, I gave this a 6. <clears throat> a 6? It wasn't Normally that you're good. all about
1: the big names.
0: No, and yes, we have those two people that are high quality, and of course Trump, <laughs> no, but... Like, it's Jesus. Like, that it's, Trump actually does bring it down. I agree with you. It's a six. Thank you. It's a six. That one scene was such <laughs> poor acting. I don't know. I just feel like it's not amazing. Like, we found inconsistencies just talking about it in this short time.
1: That's true. And there were a lot of things that could have done better. Like, this Ansel fellow that, like, they never yeah. brought up. I think if... Okay, what would we do to make this movie better? One, I want to see... Them really, you know, hone in on this friendship that they formed while working together. Yes, like I want I them wish-
0: to remo- remove that boat scene. That was not like friends. That was just weird. Yeah, you could I do that in Hugh a Grant- better way.
1: I wish we saw Hugh Grant being like, "You're the only true friend I've ever had," or yes. something like that. Where like you're the only person that will tell me the truth. I want to see that aspect yes. of the relationship. Yes, I think this movie could have been improved in a lot of ways. So yeah,
0: I'll go with six. Thank you. All right, lightheartedness, crazy, stupid love. Uh, You did cry. I gave six and a half. This is where the thing is, but like I said at the beginning, it's tackling heavy things, right? Divorce, betrayal, cheating, breaking of a friendship. You know, there's a lot of things happening, but they always do it with comedy they all i know is a different category but it makes it lighter they handle it in lighter I, ways yeah, i would
1: actually put it higher than six and a half i would say a seven and a half because okay, i feel so good watching this movie i feel
0: incredible watching this movie listen that the, the only reason why i would be scoring 10s for all of this but i didn't for lightheartedness hardness because you are dealing with some things and i did shed a tear yeah. it's emotional yeah.
1: their divorce is really heartbreaking to me
0: I'll give it a seven and a half. I am totally good with that. Uh, Two weeks notice. I mean, hmm.
1: Are there high stakes? I mean, we definitely didn't cry during it.
0: The highest stake
1: is the community center, which...
0: I don't give a shit about the community center. They
1: could have done a better job of... Like, I want to see maybe if they had started out with a scene of her as... A child yeah growing up at this community center and then did a hard cut to her trying to save it with yeah when she was or like how
0: about they fucking just show the community center like once they i don't think they ever they, went they in it they did
1: show it once they did show it once
0: it's it's not giving it for me they showed, so. like some old
1: people playing like cards outside of it yeah so i feel like it was low stakes maybe an eight eight and a half for lighthearted
0: i completely agree i'm good with either what do you think Let's just do an Um, eight and a half because really nothing happened. Um my God, okay, comedy. I mean, come on now. I mean Ten.
1: Ten for for Crazy Stupid Love, love,
0: right? Ten. Are Are we crazy? Wait. We always compare everything to She's the Man. And honestly, though, this comedy is top notch in Crazy Stupid Love.
1: Yep. Yep, yep. You're, like, crying laughing when you're watching yeah, this movie.
0: Yeah, 10, 10. 10, 10, 10, Not even questioning. All right, two and, weeks notice.
1: I mean, I think... What? Two weeks notice. I did find Hugh Grant charming. I did find him... I found him funny I at times. I don't find him that
0: fucking charming. I would rather be swept away by Steve Carell than Hugh Grant.
1: I found him funny during this movie, but I not super high. Like, six and a half,
0: seven... Six and a half. Romance. Crazy, stupid love. Ten. Ten. (laughs) Ten! Are you kidding me? You know how...
1: (laughs) I know we've said before that, you know, the Pride and Prejudice scene was our our Roman Empire. But you know what? This rain scene was also my Roman
0: Empire. This really is. Watching Stone and
1: Ryan Gosling do the dirty dancing lift. Are you
0: kidding me? Okay, that the unconditional love between cal and emily the love between jacob who was a player who's now settled down and hannah fantastic the love between a father and son the love between well i don't like the babysitter and cal but anyway so (laughs) much romance i mean it's top notch two weeks notice I didn't feel okay, romantic the beginning at all. Of this episode, <laughs> you said you liked
1: it, so I don't know what's going on with you. But then and now then you're I, like,
0: well, I started reevaluating, and I now like hate this movie. That's just because we <laughs> talked about Crazy Stupid Love immediately before. Because so, like, yeah, two weeks' notice is fine to throw on in the background and stuff, but it's like when you're when you're really looking through it, and I even wrote these things down. So I, you know what. Really, you should just be removing that and post of what I said that I liked it. Because I don't think I like it. <laughs> okay. I Anyways, think... where were we? <laughs> <laughs> I think romance for Literally this. Literally romance. Like, mm. six. Like, yes, I like a friends to lovers because I like the foundation of friends. But I didn't even like they were fully friends. I mean, she worked for him. Yeah. And when they got together at the end, I might be right. I didn't think, like, this is the most incredible scene. I'm so glad they're finally getting together. I was just like, you called her a little rough around the edges?
1: I I agree. Like, they didn't do enough build-up. They didn't show enough... Of how much they wanted each other before. You yeah. know, I want a
0: big build-up. I want a tension build-up. Tension. That's, where maybe you maybe know they what? That's what it was lacking. There was absolutely mm-hmm. no tension, and everyone knows that the tension and the build-up between yeah. two people is the best part and mostly better than the Grand Romantic sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a six.
0: Okay, so we got the totals two weeks notice is a 35 and crazy as you Would love is a 46.5 then it's moving forward obviously everyone knows this one of the best movies ever created of all time so i guess that's it everyone i guess that's it so don't forget to check out the bracket on our website the link is in the description we'll also be posting the final scores
1: Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at Report at gmail.com.
0: Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at Report where we post quotes from each episode.
1: Next week, we'll be talking about 10 Things I Hate About You and Overboard.
0: Now, I love both these movies. I was a recent watch for Overboard. Obviously, I grew up on 10 Things I Hate About You. Me too, me too. Yeah. Um, Really enjoyed Overboard, though, but we will be having another special guest... And this one pulls through always. This is Emma. She's going to be back on. And I think she's backing 10 things. Um, I don't know if she's seen Overboard, so that should be interesting.
1: 10 Things is actually one of my personal favorites. I'd say it's in my top five.
0: It's a great one, but I'm telling you, after I watch Overboard, I love I know lo- This is the OG Overboard. Yeah, this the is the OG. OG Overboard, our
1: co-worker actually told us to watch it. Neither yeah. of us had seen it. I had seen the remake with Anna Faris.
0: I did too. Not as good. No offense. I'm Not sorry. as good. Nothing, the nothing original one her, but... had me feeling, oh, feeling yeah. some
1: type of way.
0: Yeah. All right, totally. guys.
1: Until next time.
0: keep Keep it it romantic